This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So if you watch any science fiction movies at all, then you know about traveling at light speed. I don't know about you, but do you remember that moment, how revolutionary it was in the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, when they actually made the jump to hyperspace and kind of showed it? It's become the norm on screen now, but that was a big deal. It's not exactly the norm in real life, though, right? It may seem like a done deal when we watch it on the big screen, not so much in the actual scientific world. But Dr. Ethan Siegel is an astrophysicist and author of Starts With a Bang and joins us now to talk about that. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. Good morning, Vancouver. (laughs) Good morning. Now, Dr. Siegel, if you watch any movie, it sure seems like we can travel at light speed, right? I mean, in fear, in... In the terms we're used to, that's the limit, right? Your normal matter, you and me, we're made up of protons, neutrons, and electrons. We can get close to, but never quite reach the speed of light, just like normal matter does. And so you might think, yeah, that's going to be the way it is forever and ever. But I'm not so convinced, and a lot of other astrophysicists are not convinced that's the ultimate limit either. Why? Well, think about it, right? We have our entire laws of physics that we know, the laws of motion, gravity, all of this, less than 500 years old. If you think ahead to the far future of what an advanced alien civilization could be like, or maybe what humanity will be like in thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of years, couldn't there be more things we would discover? Maybe we would discover it's not just massive and massless particles like us, and like photons that we have, maybe there are theoretical particles that are real called tachyons. And if you were a tachyon made of imaginary mass, well, you wouldn't be able to travel slower than light at all. As you went faster and faster, you got more and more energy, you'd approach the speed of light from above. And if you slowed down and lost that energy, you'd wind up going faster and faster, approaching infinite speed. Who knows if that will be discovered? Who knows what will happen if you can find what we call a negative energy state where you can distort the fabric of space to create, just like Star Trek, Uh some type of warp drive. I knew it. That was my next question, Dr. Siegel. Are you talking about like warp speed like in Star Trek? Imagine imagine space as like a sheet of paper, right? You think, oh, if I want to go from point A to point B, I've got to go that whole distance between them. I could draw a straight line or a curved line, but no matter what, I've still got to go from A to B. Not necessarily true in Einstein's theory of gravity. If you imagine that space is like a sheet of paper and you can curve it, maybe there's a shortcut where you could fold that piece of paper and connect point A to B directly. That's what we call a wormhole. You can connect these disconnected regions of space. And if we can figure out how to manipulate space, if we can figure out how to trigger gravity to do something like this, maybe you could take these shortcuts. How do you even work on this? Tell me about your work. You know, it's really funny. Like, this is the sort of thing that you learn about when you're learning Einstein's theory of general relativity in grad school. And most of us say, well, let's just apply. 
apply this to the systems we already know. Let's apply this to the astrophysical things we've already found in the universe. But there are other ways to do it, too, and say, why don't we play what if? Why don't we say, hey, we have the laws of physics, and they don't tell us how things have to be distributed, how the, the universe and the matter within it has to work. So let's imagine what could be if you have a negative energy state, or if you could curve space like this, or even if you can make what we call a closed time-like loop, where you don't just return to your starting point in space, but in time, too. Imagine going forward, doing all these things all over the universe, and then coming back to you right now on the phone with me. After going through all of that, you'd be able to say, oh, guess what I found out? And Look at where you've been, look at where you've gone, and look at what you've been able to accomplish. And imagine being able to do that and coming back to not only right here, but right now. Okay, All now. of these things are possible in Einstein's theory, and maybe, just maybe, aliens somewhere have already achieved these milestones. Okay, now you are kind of blowing my mind. This sounds like, you know, the, yeah, the stuff of science fiction. So, Dr. Siegel, are, are people working on this? How far away are we from a breakthrough like that? You know, in some ways, we're still in the theoretical stage. There have people, we have people doing experiments, trying to test these. And so far, uh, you know, we don't have anything compelling. But this is the important thing about science. If you go back 100 years, wouldn't something like GPS seemed impossible? If you had gone back 200 years, wouldn't something like electricity have seemed impossible? If you went back only 70 years, wouldn't have something like an MRI machine seemed impossible? So when we talk not just, oh, imagine 10 years, 20 years, 100 years in the future, imagine thousands of years in the future. Do you really think we won't have discovered new laws and properties and particles in physics? I, I think that there are still wonderful things out there to be discovered. And when you have that possibility, you have to say, well, let's not be bound by what we know today. There's a very good chance that what we know today is going to be superseded by new knowledge in the future. And for that, you have to keep your minds open. And there are plenty of us who feel exactly this way, who are working on these things to make tomorrow's science tomorrow's reality. Dr. Siegel, I always wonder this when I, I talk to incredibly smart people like yourself, and that is, do we imagine it first? You know, do we invent it, you know, in Star Trek and see that and then raise a generation of scientists who think, I wonder if we could actually do that? And, and, and it comes kind of full circle? You know, that's, that's a way to get into it. That's a way a lot of people wind up getting into it. But my story is exactly the opposite. I got into this because I was looking at the science and I said, wow, look at all of these possibilities. And then I would see the fiction and I would say, oh, look, someone's been inspired by these possibilities and they've gone and made this. You know, we talk about wormholes like it came out of science fiction. It didn't in the 1930s. It came out of a scientific paper written by Einstein himself along with his then graduate student Nathan Rosen and they made what was called an Einstein-Rosen bridge which is the inspiration for today's wormhole. So while we think often, oh, we imagined it in science fiction and then it became tomorrow's reality. 
the truth is often the other way around, that actually some scientists thought of it first and said, here's what's possible, and then someone who was interested in writing science fiction took that and incorporated it into their work. So sometimes it is science fiction that inspires what we're going to build in science, and I think the cell phone, for example, was a great example of that. But other times, like in the case of warp drive or wormholes, it's science that imagined it, and now it's science fiction that inspired us to try and make it a reality. I love it. Dr. Siegel, thank you so much for your time. It's my pleasure, and good morning, Vancouver. Enjoy. (laughs) Good morning to you. That's Dr. Ethan Siegel, astrophysicist and author of Starts with a Bang, talking about the theoretical concept of traveling faster than light speed and how it's being worked on, how it is theoretically possible. And we do see it, right, all the time in movies and TV, but there are people out there who are working on it.